gentlemen. It is March 23rd, 2021, and today we're just going to go over, there's been a ton of free agency moves this year just because of the cap space uh, or lack thereof, and so a lot of teams have had to scramble. Some have benefited from them. Some have not really made the moves we thought were going to, but this is kind of the free agency season that we always thought would be in our heads, and we finally got it. So let's jump right in. with the AFC East and the Buffalo Bills. So they picked up Mitch Trubisky on a one-year, $2.5 million contract. I like it. I mean, that's I think it's a good backup uh, for them. They got, they've improved their offensive line by signing, signing Darrell Williams at right tackle. So I think that's going to help their run game. And then Mitch Trubisky, I think under this, that could work. They also got uh, Taiwan Jones and Emmanuel Sanders, which I think is, that helps, especially since they, they cut John Brown. Uh, and Emmanuel Sanders. A lot of these are one-year deals, and a lot of the money on all the contracts for this season are not... You can cut them after a year. Like, it sounds like a lot of money, but a lot of it is you can be gone with them in a little while. Well, and that's going to be the theme going forward through the entire NFL. I mean, everybody's signing one-year deals because they're having to take way under market value because the, the, the cap space went so far down, which has never gone down in like the last, since we've been around, <laughs> I think maybe like, I think maybe in like late nineties, it went down one year for some reason. Uh, it was a strike. I can't remember what it was, but it went down. Uh, this is the first year and nobody expected it to somehow. Um, but uh, yeah. And so, but guys like Sanders, he's a, he's, Backing up Cole Beasley, so I'm not super excited. I don't think he's a starter anymore. I don't think so. I I disagree Uh, with you. I think he's going to take over John Brown's spot, and now you've got two speed guys. You've got Diggs and Sanders, and you got Beasley in the slot. Is does Sanders have any speed left? Yeah, he he, didn't. He didn't look good in New Orleans. Well, that's because uh, Drew Brees couldn't throw the ball deep to him, and that's kind of where he he Sanders can play in the slot or the outside. And granted, he is old, but still, he, he's solid. And you don't need him to be the one. You've got Stephon Diggs. He's the two, which is what he was kind of in New I, Orleans. I guess that's just three teams in a row where he underperformed. I mean, he wasn't good in the 49ers. He wasn't good for the – he disappeared with the 49ers. He wasn't good with the bit Broncos his last year there. His last I year he wasn't, see. and the Broncos weren't very good. The 49ers are kind of still trying to figure out who they were. They, they didn't have a quarterback. They, they still don't have a quarterback. And with the yep. the Saints, they have Drew Brees for a little while who can't throw the deep ball, and then they had Taysom Hill who was a running back. So, to, to I, be fair though, Ayuk and Debo Samuel's had a huge year last year with the same quarterback he had. Yeah, those guys. They are, both had huge statistical years. Yeah. So uh, Emmanuel Sanders has definitely lost a step, but he's not. I think as a number two, he's fine. He's just not going to be your number yeah. one. Uh, I just think John Brown is really good, and I don't think people realize how good he was. But he lost and, a step. Uh, he was injured a lot of last year. Well, he was injured. He didn't lose a step. He was injured. But uh, we'll, we'll see this year. where I, I can't remember where it goes, but we'll see that as we go. Yeah. Um, uh, they but, re-signed uh, John Feliciano, improved, you know, keeping that offensive line so good. They picked up Jacob Hollister, which I think is a good secondary tight end after Dawson Knox. And they re-signed yeah. Matt Milano, which is huge, because when he was out That's last year— one. Yeah, their run game, yeah. you could run the ball on them. And he's hes a really good linebacker. Um, everything else is just kind of nice. Yeah, so their so tackle, their guard, and their stud linebacker are the only people that got a, a contract over one year, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Oh, their punter, sorry. Their punter got a three-year contract. But, yeah, I, I, overall, I think this is great. I think Trubisky actually makes a lot of sense yeah. behind Josh Allen. And, you know... There's potential there, and the dude is a quarterback. He just obviously couldn't do it in Chicago. 
Um, I still don't think he's going to be a starter anywhere, but you know, maybe, maybe he's one of those guys that getting new coaching, getting new team around him, you know, better offensive line. God knows he never had an offensive line ever since when he was in Chicago. So maybe, maybe he's worth a shot. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's move on to the Miami Dolphins. They got Jacoby Brissett, which I think is a good. He's a he's better than a backup, but not as good as a starter. So I think that yeah, works for yeah. them, especially since they lost Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think this is an upgrade, and I still don't know what Tua is. They got Malcolm Brown, which they still don't know who their running back is, but I feel like you can kind of throw anyone behind that offensive line and they'll be all right. Speaking of offensive line, uh, they re-signed Adam Hankey. Uh, fine. They also they got I, Isaiah Wilson in a trade with the Titans uh, for a seventh rounder. Did they? It, well, <laughs> for about a week, and then they yeah. let him go. What a, I mean, that guy, because he was – he was supposed to be a pretty good problems. tackle out of Georgia, yeah, and he just does not want to play. So, uh, yeah, good he, luck with well, that. Well, there's some kind of – I don't know if it's an, uh, an addiction problem or an attitude problem, but he's got mental problems, something. And they, they alluded to he showed up again last week or whatever for the Dolphins uh, and was – in. how did they describe it? Was in a state – that they realized he was not ready. He was not going to be playing this year um, and that he needed help or what they said. So yeah. they said he needs help. The Dolphins pick traded for him because they thought they could give him that help and turn him around and have a stud tackle mm-hmm. for nothing, you know, for a seventh round pick. I mean, why wouldn't you um, only to find out that, yeah, there was, there was no saving this guy. He needs to, he needs to leave the NFL and, and try again. Yeah. Sad sucks. Yeah. Um, but they did get Will Fuller. On yeah. a one-year, $10.625 million deal. Fully guaranteed. Uh, what's that? Fully guaranteed. Fully guaranteed with three more, three million more in incentives. So, I, I like it for I them. mean, good for them. Yeah. Yeah, incentive-laden. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, he's a great fit in that team for what he can do. And an even better fit if you're able to get Deshaun Watson. Uh, oof. oof so, if he's playing next year. Um, if he's playing, they also got Matt Skura, uh, the center for Good Baltimore. Signing. I yeah, I like that. They needed some help, and they they needed. I think they had Ted Karras before, and they needed to kind of improve that. Um, mm-hmm. They got Adam Butler. It's good. Good two years, small money. Yeah, and good depth. Uh, they also got uh, Bernardrick McKinney in a trade with the Texans, um, and I think they great just, trade. Yeah, so they got McKinney and a seventh round pick for Shaq Lawson. And a six-round pick, and so uh, that seems fair. They needed a Mike linebacker. The Texans needed a defensive end since they're switching to a four-three, and mm-hmm. I think that I, I, it worked know, out great for both. Yeah, I like it when trades work out both great for both because if someone gets robbed, you're kind of like, oh, man. Especially yeah. if it's, you're glad it's not the Texans. Um, they also got <laughs> Brennan right. Scarlett, uh, former Texan, and uh, yeah. meh, that's rotation. It's it's rotation. That's what it is. It's depth. Uh, and then yep. Justin Coleman, again, depth. Yep, yep. And, and Brennan, Brennan Scarlett should have always been depth. Uh, but he was a starter for Houston. So, uh, yeah, this will be a much improved uh, team. But, yeah, the Dolphins, they look like they filled in. Malcolm Brown could be a starter. Brissett's a legit backup, especially if they trade two away uh, for any reason. Um Will Fuller's a perfect fit in that offensive system. They got a decent center that will start a starting Mike linebacker, you know, depth other places. This was a really good free agency considering low they key. did not in any way overspend. Yeah. For Miami. Well, they did that the year, was it the year before, which made sense. That was the plan. So now they're just right. getting some, some the draft. role players. Yeah. You know? 
Uh, then there was the Patriots. So the Patriots uh, <laughs> didn't. They, they had. They were. They had no talent last year. Whether it was from people, you know, uh, bad contracts. Yeah, just all kind kinds of things. Not being in it. Not being able to draft. So they brought Cam back. Cam Newton back on a one-year deal. I think they could still go out and get another quarterback because they got him for thirteen point six. So you could still play him this year. Get your quarterback. Have that that quarterback sit because they're famous for having a very difficult offensive scheme. So you could have them learn. They got an Nelson Aguilar, who was a really good two or three. Um, he did he underperformed in Philly, uh, then did very well with the Raiders before before he told them to go f themselves. So <laughs> that usually doesn't end well. But he signed a two year deal for twenty six million. I, that works for them. Um, and then they got Kendrick Bourne on a three year twenty two million. I like that a lot. Kendrick Bourne is grease lightning, and I think that's going to be with him and Nelson Aguilar. That's a big difference. Yeah. If only they had tight ends. But if only. they went and got Hunter Henry, three years, $37.5 million, uh, and then Jonu Smith for four years, $50 million. That's a really good pass-catching tight end and a really good – I think Jonu Smith is a good blocker, and he can also – Yeah, he can catch, but I think he's better as a blocker because he's just a massive human being. Uh, they got Trent Brown back from the Raiders, who they let go because he got wanted all that money. Turns out it wasn't mm-hmm. worth it. And then they traded for a fifth-round pick. So they've got their right tackle now, and mm-hmm. it, it looks good. To replace Marcus Cannon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, good, it's a good move. And, and, you know, I think the tight ends are going to totally transform that team because, I, like you, I think they – well, I think that they're both really good pass catchers, and I think they're both good blockers. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think they're both going to be able to you, – you don't know which one's going to be back blocking and which one's going to be going out to – uh, there, there's no way to know which one will do which because they're both dual threats, and I think it's genius because, as usual, Belichick. Uh, yeah, I don't know receivers. about Joe New. Like, we'll see what happens with him out of the Arthur Smith um, coaching. You know, right. having having him as your your coaching, uh, your offensive Correct. coordinator out of Tennessee. We'll see how but that how works. About, oh, I apologize. Yeah, I was just said. Well, but how about the, the addition of both centers, David like Andrews and Ted Karras? Yeah. Uh, Four-year, nineteen million for David Andrews. Um, let's face it, that's backup money. Uh, and then one-year, four-year deal for Ted Karras. It's kind of backup money. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, you know. So I guess they're, he's going to have him fight it out for uh, to see who's going to start or maybe move one of them to guard. I think David I think Andrews maybe, could end up being left guard, but Karras will probably I think play so center. Yeah, I think that's kind of the, the thought process there. But uh, D- uh, D- keeping Dietrich Wise was great. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a good move. He, he's earned it. Tevon Godshaw, great signing. Yeah. Two years, $16 million, uh on his defense. My God. Matrevious Adams, pretty good signing for some backup. And Henry, yeah, Henry those guys Anderson. are depth. Um, Henry Anderson, though, is a stud. He's going he's gonna to be a beast in this system. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. He's he a big boy, but um, we'll see how he does in, in this one. I think, I think he'll be good. Uh, not as good as Matt Judon, though. Yeah. He signed a four-year, $56 million deal. Yeah. I mean, this defense, on a defense that was already loaded when you consider the guys that were coming back from COVID, my God, it is just getting horrifying. Well, yeah, yeah, because they, they're going to get uh, – uh, who was – oh, they got quite a few that were out last year. I'm trying to think of – Oh, yeah, one of the McCourties. Uh, yeah. Chung, uh, no, Chung retired. Chung retired. Chung retired, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dante Hightower. That's who I'm thinking of. Dante Hightower. Hightower. They're gonna get back. 
uh, which is yep. huge. And they're going to get Kyle Van Noy back after letting him go for a year in Miami. They cut him. They bring him back for two years. He already knows the system. He'll he'll be a day one starter. And they got Raekwon McMillan, which um, he signed a one-year deal. I don't know what the money is, but... Small. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. If you can't... If you can't make it there, you can't make it. And this is, I think, kind of his last stop. Um, yeah. yeah. Brought in Justin, they brought Justin Bethel back on a three-year deal for chump change. Jalen Mills, uh, I think that's a good signing. He'll kind solid. of take over for Pat. Yeah, he'll take over for Patrick Chung probably. Um, and that's yeah, that's about what they did. But they went out and got some stuff. They needed to spend some money. They did it. And I think they're gonna. God, I tell you what, that offense. I t- that offense is gonna look like what the Ravens looked like in 2019. You watch with uh, what, who did what the Ravens look like in 2019 with those two tight ends and Cam Newton being mobile mm-hmm. and those speed wide receivers. You watch. They're that's what they're gonna copy. Is they're gonna try and do that. Um, and I think a better defense. I'm telling yeah. you, I think this defense, not only does it have the personnel that rivals or even maybe potentially betters the Ravens defense then. Eh, no, I'm not going to say betters, but it rivals the defense they mm-hmm. have then. Uh, they have a much better coach in implementing it, uh, defensive-minded coach at least. Uh, so, yeah, this is this is going to be – that is going to be a fun division to watch, man. It I is. I mean, I think you're going to have – and and he destroys rookie quarterbacks. Yeah. And and Miami basically will have a rookie if yeah. Tua plays, and the Jets. Jets likely will have a rookie in Wilson. So, yeah, it's going to be a crazy league. Even if they go with, even if they stick with uh, uh, Sam Darnold, like he's he needs to be. He's got he had so many bad habits put onto him by the uh, by Adam Gase that he's going to have to be reworked and almost be a, a rookie. <laughs> got to unlearn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the Jets. They got uh, they got Keelan Cole and Corey Davis. I think they overpaid for Corey Davis because he's had he had a half a good season, and that's about yeah. it. But uh, he's a big boy. Never. They kind of needed one of the, the uh, go up and get him kind of fifty fifty guys. Uh, uh, although Denzel Mims is already kind of that guy. I, it's 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 yeah. We'll see how that works out. But they lost they lost all their other receivers. I mean, right now all they have is Corey Davis, Denzel Mims, and Keelan Cole. That's about it. Uh, they got Crowder back, didn't they? I thought they lost Crowder. No, you're right. They got Crowder back. And then Braxton yeah. Berrios seems like he would, he was kind of okay last year. So there, there's mm-hmm. depth there. We'll see. They're just going to kind of throw everything out there and see what they can get back. Um, Tyler Croft, depth at tight end. I mean, I, although I don't know if Chris Herndon is the guy. Ryan Griffin's nice. okay. He's depth. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Dan Feeney at center. I, I like that. that. Right now they have Connor Montgomery, but I think... I think they'll move Feeney to guard, uh, but either way, you've got some depth there, and that's where they needed help was the interior offensive line because they already got Mackay back in. Um, George Fant from Seattle is meh, and I think they could end up doing something there to improve that in the draft. Uh, I think they will. And then on the defense side, Carl Lawson. The defense. Sheldon Rankins. Lord, sorry. Yeah, Marcus May. They they franchise tagged him. I thought they were going to be able to sign him for longer, which is too bad because Marcus May is. I think he's underrated, and he was really good with them last year. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Carl Lawson, though. Yeah. Carl Lawson being the three-year, $45 million deal as a pass rusher mm-hmm. was a steal, in my opinion. Uh, Sheldon Rankins next to him uh, to replace Henry Anderson was a big – it was an upgrade for them as well. Uh, Gerard Davis at linebacker makes C.J. Mosley expendable because I think they're not thrilled with him. The, uh, the rumors are that he's – He's uh, he's up in the trade block with who? Um, 
CJ Mosley because oh, yeah. he sat out last year. Yeah. Um, He's due to COVID. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think they loved him for that. So, uh, no, but they got Rod Davis. I don't think they'll be able to get anyone else to take him. But yeah, I like their their front four you now is Quinn Williams, uh, uh, Kasi, and Sheldon Rankins, and then they're gonna have Carl Lawson coming off the edge, and then Jabari uh, Zaniga who was the third round pick you and I, I think you liked him too out of Florida. Um, it was kind of greener. Greenard was, we liked him because the Texans got him, but Zaniga was kind of the guy that everybody knew more mm-hmm. of. And he's, he's got some deficiencies and he was a rookie last year, but that's still, that's a, that front five is pretty solid. Yeah. Blake Cashman has been pretty an overperformer too. He's a fifth round pick, but he's doing really well for them. So yeah. that's they've got they've got players, man. They got mm-hmm. players on the all over the. I mean, the defense, the defense is scary now. Yeah, uh, I think they need another corner. I would not be surprised um, if they decide. If they, I don't think they do this, but <laughs> if they decide to keep Darn Darnold, I mean, they could grab that stud corner with the second pick, um, and and that dude is shut down. Yeah, uh, to be across from, uh, yeah, some from uh, Marcus May I, and Ashton Davis. Well, and I mean, that's that the thing be... is, they got Marcus May and Ashton Davis, and then they went and got Lamarcus Joyner, who tends to be more of a safety. Maybe he'll play corner. I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, he's play safety. They said. Yeah, yeah, they that said makes that sense. They already got two safeties. I guess that's for depth. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I think if you went and got Caleb Farley or Patrick Sertan, whoever you're, whoever you prefer. Uh, I think that'd be pretty solid, but uh, a good, good offseason by the Jets. The only one I thought Corey Davis is a little mad. I don't understand it, but the rest of it I thought they did uh, very well. You know, well. I, I think the offense could be built via draft. And, and, and don't forget, it's, it's still not over. So there's a lot of good free agents still out there. So it's and, not over. Yeah, and all they really need is a running back, which you can get late. Um, we'll see what happens with quarterback. They got two first-round picks. I'd like them to get another tackle. Um, and, I mean, they need Zach Wilson, man. That guy's gonna be a stud. We'll yeah, I I like Trey Lance more than Zach Wilson, but I get it. Um, yeah. Uh, and then I'd like to see him get. I don't know. The receivers are all fine, but I'd like to see him get another one. The good news is there's about three real. There's about three or four really good receivers, and then there's like a. a there, it's very deep at good receivers, but not really good receivers. Like, there's a lot of B play receivers in this draft that you can kind of load up on and just kind of see which one pops. Uh, and then you can get quite a few running backs. But, no, I, I like the direction the Jets are going. And the AFC North. So, we'll start off with the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, they, eh, whelmed, I guess, at best. Um they got Kevin Zeitler. They needed help on the interior line. That was big. Yeah. That was a big get. Three-year deal, not just a one-year package, you know. Yeah. Uh, really good, yeah, interior, very needed mm-hmm. move. Um, but the rest of the guys, they just re-signed existing D linemen. I mean, yeah. you know, Ty Bowser was a four-year deal, so I think they really like him as a backup edge, you know, edge there. Um, Pernell McPhee, very underwhelming. Uh, yeah, he's didn't fine. Really do much Justin more. Ellis, Derek Wolf. Derek Wolf was good, but I mean, he's getting older and kind of fall off. They got Josh but, Oliver, which is kind of interesting because um, they realized, I think, last year that they need two tight ends to kind of uh, to, to run their system. They need two tight ends because when they lost Hayden Hurst, it kind of fell apart. Josh Oliver is interesting. He's young. He's twenty four. I think he's only been in the league. This will be his third year. Um, 
And he was kind of a project in Jacksonville, but they never kind of went with it. And so I'll, if, you, if you're a tight end, this is where you want to be because this is where you're going to get utilized the most. So I'm interested to see what they do in there. But overall for the Baltimore Ravens, they were very much over the cap. Um, so they had to do a lot of cutting. And I think uh, as of right now, they, they have 17 million, so they could still make some moves, um, but I, they're pretty conservative. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, the Bengals, I like some of their moves. So they, I like uh, them. Secretly, they did a great job, I think. Yeah, uh, Riley, you're, you're, signing him was huge because now that he's right tackle, Jonah Williams left, so you got your bookend tackles, but you can still sign a guy because Riley Reef is only a one-year deal. So you can sign a guy. And then maybe even move Jonah Williams into at guard if you needed to, because they they need a their their interior is not good. Um, no, it's not. Yeah, they got Michael Jordan may turn out to be something, but I haven't really seen much. May, Billy Price has kind of been awful, um, and then Trey Hopkins and Quentin, Quentin Spain, meh, very meh. So they need help on the inside. Um, Chidobe Awuze they got for three year, which is. Okay, that was a good. I think that's a good signing. I think it's a very good signing. He was, he was a, he was a decent corner for Dallas for the last three years. Not not a world beater, but he was very solid. And yeah. to get him cheap, uh, along with Mike Hilton, I think is huge. That's true. Uh, because, you know Hilton got a four year, twenty four million dollar deal. I think they're you know they lost William Jackson, which obviously hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, but they filled it out with depth, so they've got. You got multiple players that can start right away. Uh, they got Trey Waynes, who was doing better for them too. Yeah, and um, Jesse Bates, so another I think whole, an underrated safety. Yeah, so now their secondary set. They're, you know, Ogan Joby was a great pickup for them on the defensive line. I think I think he's a really solid player. Trey Hendrickson was a great pickup for them. Yeah, as a defensive end. You know, they got DJ Reader uh, healthy again. Uh, Sam Hubbard, meh, but they're uh, but overall their defense is already significantly better than it was last year pre-draft um the tackle situation is better um i i see them going uh linebacker and interior o-line in the draft see i like their linebackers uh akeem uh davis gather out of uh, appalachian state i i i thought he was uh i thought he was gonna be good he's a fourth round pick so he's gonna take a little while and then logan wilson out of i think it was wyoming uh, you and I were both big on, but I don't think he got to play last year. I forget why. So I like their linebackers. I actually think they, they're pretty good at linebacker. They you need. Do. Okay. They need. Uh, yeah, Sam Hubbard could be fine. I'd, I, yeah. Upgrade, they could upgrade that. Yeah, I feel like they could, or, or at least have a rotational. I think this draft, there's not really a lot of good edge rushers. Quiddy Payne's pretty good. Um, but I think you could get a lot of guys that kind of – they either had something that kind of – it's not a great edge uh, draft class, but there's a lot of guys that could be projects. So you can get them late and work on them. And if you get them rotationally where they don't have to start, I think they could be a lot – you know, they could grow and be better. Yeah, but really, I mean, outside of a pass rusher and fixing that O-line for for their amazing quarterback, oh, boy, they filled in – To what? I'm worried about his knee, though. Like, oh, we'll see what he comes back like because his knee was destroyed. So, it really was. Do, do we even have like updates on if he's projected to to start at the beginning of the season yet or not? I think they said they they think he would start, but I I don't know, man. It's still so I mean, early. I'm going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what there's that Dr. Chow. 
I need to check his site because Dr. Chow does a really David Chow, he does a really yeah. good job. He's a sports medicine doctor, yeah. and he usually keeps updates on realistic timelines on when to expect your players back, and he's fairly often accurate. So, yeah, that'll yeah. Be, I'll, I'll check that out. Uh, let's move on to the Browns. So they re-signed Richard Higgins. Well, I like. He's a big boy. He worked out well for him last year. Um, mm-hmm. And I think they're pretty good at wide receiver. I don't. I think they're going to trade Odell Beckham. Although they've said they're going to keep him, I don't. I don't know why. Maybe they can't trade him. They can't get enough for him. Might be the thing. But I don't know why he's. I don't feel like he's necessary. Um, Jarvis Landry, Rashad Higgins are good. I think Donovan People Jones takes another step forward this year. I always liked yep. him out of Michigan, but they never had a quarterback to really uh, get him. I think he was like a four or five star recruit coming out. Like he was. I thought he was going to be. A lot better at Michigan. They just never had a quarterback. Um, Tack McKinley on a one-year deal on the other side of Miles Garrett is nice. That is very nice. Uh, I think because Tack McKinley's okay, but I wouldn't want to commit a bunch of money to him. But if he's on the other side from from Miles Garrett, that helps because he can just kind of go do his own thing. Um, they yeah. got they still have Sheldon Richardson, and then they added uh, Malik Jackson, which I think will help. Uh, because it gives you a little bit of rotation. They also drafted Jordan Elliott last year. So I think that – I love it when defensive lines can just rotate players and keep having fresh legs because that's – that's if you can get stronger there, boy, it makes it so much tougher. Uh, they need to improve their secondary. Uh, hopefully Grant Delpit can take that step forward. Greedy Williams – very injured last year. We'll see what goes on with that. They did get John Johnson from the Rams, which I like a lot. He was a really good safety for them last year. And yep. uh, I think that Troy helps. Hill. Troy Hill, too, from the Rams. That's uh, true. At corner. Yeah. I mean, I like b- both of those ads. Neither one are – well, John Johnson is legit great. Yeah. Uh, Troy Hill, I don't know if it's the system he was in or what, but he had a really good year last year. So yeah. So that could be really exciting for them, too. Yeah. Uh, and they're not going to add. I mean, he's nickel or you know depth, so I don't think they're. He doesn't have to be amazing. I would like them to to get better at linebacker, and I think there's some pretty good Mike linebackers in this draft that you could add. Uh, but yeah, so far the Browns are low key doing a very good job. I think. Uh, I agree. I agree. Uh, to the Steelers, I think the Steelers could end up being the third or fourth best team in this division. Absolutely. Yeah, they do. They've done. Conversely, a terrible job this yeah. offseason. Uh, the only signing I like so far that they've had is uh, Cameron Sutton, getting him on a two-year deal. And he's yeah. still not a world beater. No. I just think he's a decent corner. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, they've lost Joel Haig. Maybe he's a decent pickup. I mean, they've lost he's, a lot. He's, he's depth. Uh, I think Zach yeah. Banner will end up being their, their right tackle just because they need one. I uh, still don't know where on did they re, I don't think they resigned Alejandro Villanueva. I don't know if they're going to be able to. Yeah, I don't think they can. Uh, yeah, they're, they got they're a million not in, in good cap financial right now. Either. Yeah, a million in cap right now, and they resigned Juju one year, eight million, Yay. which is fine. He's a good slot receiver um, for eight one year, eight million. He knows the system. It's fine. Their biggest problem was they resigned Ben Roethlisberger. That was I, I don't know what you're doing. Like he's not. You, they should have done something. They could have used that money for other things, um, and they could have. Uh, I just, I, I don't think he's. I don't think he. I mean, he's gonna. He's fallen apart last year, and I think this year is gonna be guys that don't. I mean, if you don't take care of yourself, you see that quarterback. They just like they just fall off at the end, and I, I don't think Ben's gonna be. 
I don't think that team in general is going to be very good, and I think Ben's going to suffer. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, I, I don't envy the Steelers fans right now. I mean, they're 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 in a downward spiral, and I, I worry for them long term. Uh, I mean, they had a good run. I don't feel that they bad did. for them. They yeah, had yeah, a very yeah, good yeah, long yeah. run for a very long time. I, as Texan, as a Texan fan, I don't feel bad for anybody. Like oh, maybe God. the Browns in the past, but now they have hope. Uh, and ours yeah, just we're not keeps throwing Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, yeah, we're looking up at everybody from this position. And now for the AFC South, um, the one that makes me cry. So we start off with the Texans because that way when I lose steam and energy, uh, it won't be as sad when I start moving on to the other ones. So they picked <laughs> up both Ryan Finley and Tyrod Taylor as quarterbacks, which I think I like that the Ryan Finley is meh. Like it's just a backup. Oh, which, he's just a backup. Yeah, 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 yeah. whatever. Um, and then Tyrod Taylor I actually like because uh, I don't know that – I don't know if Deshaun Watson's on this team, whether he he spends next year on another team or in jail. Uh, I don't see him. I don't see him being with the Texans uh, at all. So I think that was a good move. Uh, They also got. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say I agree, and but I will say, as weird as this is, if 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 the cases against him do not go criminal, because right now they're just civil. And some people believe that the only reason they wouldn't have already gone criminal is because they're using it to get him to, to as a threat to get him to, to uh, what's it called, to negotiate right off the bat and, and settle. Um, if that were to happen, I think he actually ends up being a Texan. Uh, well, Busby said they're gonna, Busby said plays. it. I think today or yesterday that they plan on going criminal with it. And the yeah, most well, recent one that came for, out is right, pretty they've, graphic. They've been saying it for four days. So... The fact that they usually, if you're going to go criminal, you, you do that first before you go civil. You're like OJ. Usually you go criminal and then you take it civil mm-hmm. at the same time because you get to use the free investigative tools that you got from all the evidence drummed up by the by the courts mm-hmm. against them civilly. True. The only reason you don't is usually you're trying to use that threat to get the settlement higher. So yeah. we'll see. But uh, I think there, I, I think that there was no chance Watson plays for us before this. I think in a weird, twisted, horrible way, this actually ends up being the one way that Watson does end up staying and playing for Houston. Because let's face it, his 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 moral uh, high ground is gone now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> for yeah. wanting to leave, so now it's like, eh, well, yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and stay here. Yeah, and, you uh, play some right. football. And there's a lot of and, teams that are still very much interested in him. And, and what's weirder is we've lost Will Fuller, and we'll get to it right now, real fast. And J- and JJ Watt re released. But somehow, I feel like the team has gotten better. Yeah. It's one-year deals, so it, next year, you know, who knows? But right now, I think the teams have gotten better. But go ahead, and we can we can talk about the. Yeah, well, they they lost some of their their top end guys, but they've made up with it for a lot of across the board solid players. So uh, Mark Ingram and Philip Lindsay as running backs. Boy, I really like that. Uh, you don't have yeah. to worry about David Johnson. You're deep there. And I think DJ is a receiver now too, in my opinion. But we'll keep going. All right, yeah. um, Andre Roberts. Uh, I think he's a locker room guy. He's also a special teams guy. I, I like it, and they did it for two years huge for six million. Returner. Meh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah huge kick return. Number five in the NFL last year. Yeah, Don, Dante Moncrief. They signed for a chicken nugget. Um, Pharaoh Brown. <laughs> they brought back. 
Uh, yeah. Oh, also not on here because it doesn't go through till noon today, 14 minutes. But uh, Chris Conley, the wide receiver, was also signed. Yeah, and I know you've got such a thing for him. I, I, I think well, he's fine. Well, he's just he's just a speedster. That's all he is. He's he's a he's a he's an extremely fast outside receiver. So losing Fuller, that matters because you need to have that extra element of receiver. Coulter is who you're hoping will step up and be that guy. But if he doesn't work out, Conley is a is a fine backup to do that. I don't think he's yeah. gonna set records. I just think he's we need that extra speed on the outside. Yeah, I'm interested to see because with Isaiah Coulter, you didn't really get to see too much from him last year. And Kiki Kuti yeah. for Bill O'Brien for the stupid season put him in the doghouse, but he looked good his rookie season. I mean, I, I like that. And Moncrief has also helped you on special teams. Uh, Marcus mm-hmm. Cannon as your tackle is great because now I thought they were gonna trade Larry Tunsil, but they re they they uh, redid his contract, and so yeah, yeah, I don't. I think Marcus Cannon ends up playing. I, don't I think know. he plays left guard. Yeah, I could see that. I could see him playing. Yeah, and then Mark Mike Sharping playing uh, right, right guard. guard, and then they got yeah. uh, Justin Britt for to play center for one year, three point two right. million. That's peanuts. That's fantastic. So the offensive line actually looks pretty good. Uh, and then it, it improved. Yeah. yeah, for sure, it yeah. improved. Uh, on the defensive side, since they're moving to a 4-3, they had to change up some things. Uh, they got Shaq Lawson in a trade with the Dolphins, which I like. Shaq Lawson was playing an outside linebacker, which he should not, uh, with the Dolphins. No. And now he'll be able to come back and play defensive end. And Lovey Smith, and though, the is going to do the It'll be scary. Team. Yeah, that'll, yeah. Be a good, that'll be a good fit for Lovey Smith. Yeah. Um, they got some. Uh, they got Malik Collins for defensive tackle, which I like a lot. Derek Rivers' yeah. depth. Uh, Kamuru Gugir-Hill, I can't say his name. Uh, I know we're you, you said it'll be more special teams. I think he could. I think he's a good coverage guy. And in the Tampa two system that Levy Smith will instill, I think he'll do very well there. Um, they also got Jordan Jenkins, uh, Christian Kirksey. I like that a lot. I like Jordan Jenkins. That's a good one for two years, six million peanuts. Christian Kirksey, one year for four point five. I am a big Christian Kirksey fan. He's done well everywhere yeah. he's been. Um, Terrence Mitchell, I think, is a good quarterback signing uh they re-signed mm-hmm. hargraves we'll see i think he'll be more of a slot guy but slot desmond yeah. king at corner as well yeah i mean this is this is this is great the rest the rest of our guys are depth but but what i want to say to this you know and special teams players but what i want to say to this is is to knock on o'brien and the texans in general for really the last five six years maybe more than that is we have always been extremely top heavy on elite talent Right. We have we've had five to six elite players on our team, on our roster and then junk below it. Um, This we lost two elite players in J.J. White, Will Fuller, but we gained we gained legitimately, I would say, seven starters out of this crew Um, and then other back and and legit decent backups. I mean, this is what we've lacked is is having true starters at every position, maybe not superstars yet. We'll build superstars via the draft via maybe a big free agency move here or there uh going forward but for right now like we're, we're setting up the core of having legit starters across the board on the team and this is the first time i've seen this in a decade in houston yeah uh, so I, i'm excited about the, the way we moved yeah because well they're all solid players like it doesn't limit you from drafting yeah. at any position because you need help at every position this just gives you solid players uh Let's move on to the Colts. So I was surprised. I thought they would do more. They still have forty yeah. million in cash space. I thought they were going to make bigger moves, and I was nervous about that. But um, they went and got Carson Wentz. I don't know if his cap has hit on their cap space yet. 
Um, no, I don't think they have a huge hit this year, but they will next year. Well, they still have some this year, but yeah, and maybe that's why they're yeah, saving some. for next year. I, I'm going to say it now. Carson Wentz, he'll start off slow, but I think he'll end up being the comeback player of the year. He's back with Frank Reich, who did very well. And it's not like Wentz was terrible all the time. Like, he had a really good season at the beginning of tw- or in 2019, and he played well, but his entire team got injured. So I don't know why everyone's always – they're dumping on Wentz so hard. Like, he did, he wasn't in the MVP race like two years ago. Oh, I, I know why. It's because he's not good. <laughs> okay. But he's, he's not good. <laughs> I mean, he was a, he, he was in the MVP race two years ago. He couldn't beat out Jalen Hurts. That was okay. No one could. Jalen Hurts didn't even play that well. He just ran. That's the that's the thing is he was mobile and he wasn't tired. He wasn't exhausted from being beat down and having to carry the team. But you watch Carson Wentz. He'll start off slow, but he'll end up being really good. Um, yeah, this was this was a big move, and their GM has always said uh, that he's going to build through the draft, not through free agency, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what he did. I mean, I mean, Carson Wentz, of course, was a legit need, I mean, quarterback. If you need a quarterback, you need it. And that was a good move to go get one. He lost Brissett, um, but he re-signed Xavier Rhodes, which needed to be done. Mm-hmm. He re-signed Marlon Mack, yeah. which is a sneaky great deal because I think he's a legit starter anywhere else. But what's crazy is on that team, he's the third running back. I'm surprised yeah. he stayed. I um, think he's the second. Like I think Naheem Hines is a good change of pace guy, and he's good. Naheem Hines mm-hmm. is really good. Yeah. Uh, but Jonathan Taylor is that bell cow, and I think you're going to see he's going to take – he was a rookie, and running backs usually don't get good till the end of the fir- their first season anyway, which you saw yeah. from Jonathan Taylor. And I think next year, now they'll have a, 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 a camp workout, is he is going to be really tough. Uh, they need to do something about left tackle, though. I, and, of course, you're not going to get that in free agency, but I think that's where they end up going is left tackle. I don't know where you're going to get it because they're, they're drafting a little bit low, but that's where they're going to make their next move. Yeah. Uh, now, to continue the arms race, though, yeah. the Jacksonville Jaguars, who, let's face it, have Trevor Lawrence now, you mm-hmm. just go ahead and call it, yeah. at quarterback, and Urban Meyer at coach, uh, have added a plethora of players uh, via trade, via a, a franchise tag for Cam Robinson. Uh, their trade was for Malcolm Brown, the defensive tackle. And then they signed just tons of players. Marvin Jones. Yeah, Marvin Jones like was a that. big get. Philip. Philip Dorsett, all right, fine. Yeah, Keep. that's fine. Uh, Carlos Hyde coming back home. That's a pretty I, good I like it, yeah, and he's behind James Robinson, um, which helps. Yeah, and Rebel Armstead, I think, could still end up being good. That's a deep uh, running back uh, uh, yeah. trench yeah, that you got there. Group. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And and then uh, Tyson Aluwalu uh, was a really solid signing as a defensive end Yeah. Uh, from, without spending too much money. He's not flashy, but he's a very solid player. Yeah. Um, and, and, and depth behind Josh Allen. Um, Dwayne Smoot came back. Jihad Ward, again. Uh, Alu will play behind Josh Allen. He'll be, he'll be defensive line. Like, he'll be on the defensive line. Uh, don't they have Josh Allen at defensive end now? They have Josh Allen at defensive end, and then they have um, – they signed Caleb on chase on at defensive end, but I think they have Jihad Ward right. as their other defensive end, and Alu Alu at tackle. Oh, they have him at tackle. Okay. Yeah, okay. and they've also picked Malcolm up Brown. Yeah, at tackle, and still have Davon Hamilton as their their draft pick from last year uh, in the third round. Well, I that, think could end up being good. That's really weird too, because they got Roy Robertson Harris, and they gave him a much higher contract uh, to play defensive tackle along with Malcolm Brown. So, 
that's weird that they have Robertson Harris. I think I, I think he'll move outside a little bit. Okay, okay. And then their corners, they re-signed Sidney Jones, who was so good last year for them. He 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 was playing like the guy he was drafted to be last year, um, which is huge because I don't think I saw him play really well in a while. Yeah. Um, and then Shaq Griffin got brought in on the other side, three-year, forty-four million-dollar deal, one of the rare big money long year, you know, long uh, contracts. Uh, and then Rayshon Jenkins on a four-year contract at safety to go with Rudy Ford. I mean, they, they rebuilt their secondary, <laughs> their D-line, their receiving core, I mean, uh, and tagged their tackle. Uh, well, and don't forget, they still a, have Trey Herndon and then C.J. Henderson, their first-round uh, pick in the draft last year, who's a really good corner yeah. out of Florida. Yeah, this is this is a legit scary team now. Yeah. I mean, overnight, yeah. uh, the, the day after the draft, <laughs> when things become official, this will be a horrifying team. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't... They're going to be the team to beat in this division, I think, which is uh, which is them crazy. or the Colts. Them or the Colts. I, I think the Colts are still. Yeah, they, we'll they've see, got a lot. But Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Oh my God! I mean, the, the depth they have built around him. You're right. The Colts are good, though. The Colts are good, but it it's all going to depend on Wentz. He better be the player of the year because otherwise they have no shot. Yeah. Uh, but in the Titans. Yeah. So they got um, Josh Reynolds, who I think helps because they don't really, other than AJ Brown, they don't really have any receivers. Uh, they yeah. better hope they get something in the draft. Uh, tight end Anthony Fersker and Jeff Swain. Meh. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm whelmed by both of them. Fersker, Fersker was. It says re-signed Jeff Swain, but I thought Fersker was a Titan last year. Uh, I think that's confused. Yeah, I thought Fersker was. Yeah, Fersker was there last year. I thought Jeff Swain. Yeah, but Swain was else. not. Yeah. So I that's, that's yeah. That different. I think that's backwards. Um, Kendall yeah, Lamb so, is depth, meh. Uh, Tyson Brallo, yeah. I actually like that. He'll end up playing right tackle, um, it's which not is bad. yeah, That's they, not great. Uh, you know what? It's better than what they had last year. They had nothing last year, and it hurts. And when your entire team is based off of the run, boy, you need yeah. that right tackle. And you could see a big difference when they lost. Uh, oh, what's his name? The Browns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, not Luan, but. Uh, no, because the one's still there. Although the one's coming off of an ACL injury late in the season, so they might need Sombrello to play tackle pretty early on. Um, Jack Conklin, that's who the their former Jack right Conklin, tackle. Yeah, 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 that's I, I agree. But here's here's their big moves though. So they got Danico Autry on a three year deal mm-hmm. uh, at defensive end, really good, really good solid pick. Uh, again, not not superstar, but a solid pick. Uh, Jayon Brown at linebacker, okay. Uh, Bud Dupree, like five-year, $85 million deal. He is a stud. Coming he's off an ACL, though. Coming off an ACL. Coming off an ACL, but he's a beast. So, players are coming back from ACLs all the time lately, uh, thanks true. to medical uh, changes. But uh, but Janoris Jenkins, I like that. another one. They need to help Multi-year deal. Terms aren't out yet. Uh, Kevin Johnson is depth. That's fine. Uh, but, but, man. You better hope he's depth. Yeah, but they needed another corner because they lost Adore Jackson and George Jenkins. In my opinion, is an upgrade to to Adore. Uh, Bud Dupree is a huge upgrade at linebacker for them. Maltry's fine, uh, but so overall, I mean, I think they did well. But I think it's it's all also also their running back, Derrick Henry. He just got off of how many touches again? 
Yeah. And he's getting a little bit older. Like, there's no way he can keep, keep that on up much longer. Yeah, I don't think it's so just, That's so much wear and tear on the running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's, I don't think he's old yet. What is he, like 29? Um, I think he's he's 26. Is he only 26? I know. He seems so much older. Yeah. My He'll God. be 27 by the time the league starts. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. But 6'3", oh, no, 247. The man's the size of a defensive end. No, no, no. He just turned 27 in January. Okay. So he's he's he's, he's a full 27. <laughs> so, yep. Still, still. That's that's young. That's Her, younger than I thought birthday it was. Birthday is 7 uh, 1994. What's that? His birthday is 7 1994. This says 1 3 1994. What the hell? Well, okay. yours, yours is wrong. <laughs> so he'll be 27. He doesn't know everything, yeah. apparently. I, I don't believe that. I reject that idea. Uh, Wikipedia is always right, uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So uh, ultimately, I think they did good and they built up a decent team, you know, uh, where they could. And the draft's coming up, but I just don't think it's going to be enough. It's just not enough to beat Trevor Lawrence. Now maybe he's a rookie, you know, maybe he's a rookie. But from next year forward, like I don't think uh, I don't think they stand a chance. They're going to have they they need a quarterback. Tannehill Tannehill's doing fine in that system. And I'm sure they'll make Ferkser a superstar. Although they lost Arthur. Uh, Arthur uh, Smith. Tight end coach. Yeah, I yeah. think that's where they so. really struggle because your their head coach, uh, Vrabel, he's a he can help you with the defense. He can he can do that. They got the, their new offensive coordinator, Todd Downing. Um, okay, I, but Arthur Smith like was kind of the dude. So yeah, I think they take a step back as well. Um, we'll see how they do what they do in the draft. But I just, there's nothing about it that really, I think they're going to be tough. Like, they're going to play people tough, but I just don't think they'll win. Oh, I forgot they got Christian Fulton last year, too. They've got some, and Imani Hooker. They've got some guys if they can step up. We'll see what ends up happening with that secondary. Um, but, yeah, uh, they reloaded okay. I mean, this might be a really tough division, to be honest. It is. It is. I mean, it's, the way they run that offense, they've, they've got what they need. I mean, it's all reliant on Derrick Henry. If he goes down, their season's over. That's just how it's going to be. Yep. Um, but they're, but they've built a team around a running back, which it's not usually recommended. Um, but so far it's worked out and they've been playing pretty darn good football, uh, despite the, you know, injuries and things like that, loss of tackles that they've had. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see if this is enough. Um, do you think they draft but, a quarter, uh, uh, running back? I think they need to. I well, think they'd be crazy not to draft one, like, second round. That's right. Over-under yeah. second round? I think they should do it in the second round. I yeah. really do. I think, I, do you, I tell you what, they've got a late first-round pick. I think I forget where they where they draft, but it's later. I would not be surprised if they got Najee Harris. I think that'd be a great move. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be angry at a late first either. Yeah. yeah. I think it'd be a great move. Travis Etienne, what is he supposed to be more of a shifty back? I really haven't um, looked into him much. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people like Travis Etienne, and I think he's I, I think he's good. But Najee Harris is a big boy. He's like six two, two twenty five. Like he's, I, mean, I think he's bigger than that. He's solid. And uh, if you look at Derrick Henry, he is six three, two forty seven. I mean, no one's no one's that big. But I think Najee Harris is a good. I think he could come in and be like a good stand in for Derrick Henry until he eventually takes over. I think I think they could draft Najee Harris this year and then Derrick Henry kind of loses a step and then they trade Derrick Henry in the offseason. And now the AFC West, which is I, I they are 
fickle. Um, they've had a lot of moves. We'll start off with the Broncos. I'll be honest, I'm not entirely sure what their plan is. Um, they, <laughs> I don't think they're sure. <laughs> they definitely need a quarterback. I think they know that. I think everybody knows that. And I think they have to – they have the ninth pick in the draft, though, which is they're going to have to give up a lot to move up and get – I I would say Drake Lance. Um, and, and get somebody. But uh, the offseason, they didn't do much. They re-signed Shelby Harris. Um, they got Ronald Darby, which I thought was a good move. They needed help. I like it. Yeah, they needed help in the secondary. Um, they also got Kyle that, Fuller, which that's helps. That's a great move. Yeah, because they didn't really have any corners. But there's their safeties, Justin Simmons and Kareem Jackson. That's solid. Those are those are solid uh, uh, yeah, ju- safeties. Well, is Kareem Jackson? I thought he's a free agent. Yeah, they, no, they cut him. They, oh, they did cut they? Him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so Justin Simmons got a four-year deal uh, after being tagged, and he's – He's a stud. He's good. He's a stud safety. So, yeah. in my opinion, their their secondary got better even with the loss of Kareem Jackson. I think they could pick up another safety somewhere because their their corners are better now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they're both their corner spots are pretty solid. Their sa- main safety is a stud. They got to keep Shelby Harris, which you and I really didn't think they'd be able to do. Yeah, I was shocked by due that. Due to their cap situation. Yeah, and uh, they got their running back. The problem is... You know, like you, you said before, I mean, they still have no quarterback. And if you have no quarterback, you have no team. So, yeah. Uh, their team is built perfectly to bring on a stud quarterback to come in and, and, and win it all, if you will. But uh, I think they were – they I think they thought they were a dark horse for Watson and Wilson, and neither one is going to happen. Um, so now they're just kind of stuck in a limbo, a QB-less QB window. Uh, and I think they're going to have to – trade a first next year to move up in the first and get a Trey Lance. Because I think if you get Lance, you get him at the number four pick. I don't think he's going to last long. Yeah, I don't either. And I'll, you don't want to end up with Mac Jones because I don't think he would do well, especially behind that line. They still need to get a right yeah. tackle. Now, they've got some salary cap. Uh, they've got $37 million left. I don't know what right tackles are left out there to get, but they need to get one. They have none. Um, Greg, and the problem is their interior line, the rest of their offensive line is just, it's not good. It's Okay, like Garrett Bowles, they just did a big re-signing. I think I think you'd be better at right tackle. I know they have someone else at left tackle. Dalton Reisner turned out to be meh. Um, Lloyd Cushenberry, now it's his first year. You and I were both high on him. Uh, he get, could end up being very a lot better, but it's a rookie year as a center without a training camp. So I would take, give him a little time to breathe. Um, and then Graham Glasgow is meh, meh, meh. So. They need to improve that offensive line for sure because the, even their running game was not it was not what it should have been. So that's their biggest things in draft are going to be quarterback and offensive line. They also need another edge rusher. They lost Von Miller. Um, you know, uh, well, interesting you say that. So you said they had how much money? Thirty-seven million. Yep. So guess who the top top two unsigned free agents are right now from the from you know the, the rankings this year. Right now, Melvin Ingram is wide open, mm-hmm. and supposedly he's visiting Denver. Okay. And then Alejandro Villanueva is a is a free agent. Oh, I like both uh, of those. Cl- number three that's available is Jadavian Clowney. So there's there's a couple options that, that uh, obviously Melvin Ingram I think is the better. Move. Oh yeah yeah uh, yeah. He's and then Russell sure. Okung is is also available. So there's some there's some av- ability right now by kind of waiting and letting everybody else, you know. Uh, fill up their or, or spend all their money and lower the the market. Uh, there's some perfect players for them to be able to add and and, and plug and play and be really good. But yeah. again, it all comes down to QB. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be interesting. And the Broncos have been very quiet, which is also why previously I was saying, I, you watch, I think they might be one of the leaders for the Sam Darnold uh, trade. But yeah, that might not that happen until like the day before the draft because I think the Jets are – I don't think the Jets know what they want to do if they want to do Zach Wilson or Sam Darnold. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I mean, there's yeah, there's there's stud players all over, all over the the board for Denver. They just yeah, if they can if they can fix those two issues, uh, and then and then if they got Melvin Ingram and they got uh, Villanueva and maybe even a Russell Okun, oh my God, like I mean, they have the money for it. And then then you have the ability to, uh, to package your picks and risk a couple of the picks from next year, and move up and get the QB you're you're hoping to get. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the Chiefs, who a lot of people thought they were going to be a dynasty pick this year. I mean, they had to let go of their uh, left and right tackles, both of whom very, very good. Mm. Eric Fisher, who's coming off an injury, and Mitchell Schwartz, who had was having back issues um, and was costing a lot. So at first it seemed insane. Um, they re-signed Mike Reimers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Is it turnstile? Yeah. Uh, but they did go out and get Joe Thune and Kyle and brought Kyle Long back out of retirement. Uh, yeah, that's, that was an odd move. But Joe Thune's huge. Yeah. Uh, the others were disturbing. But but they do have a draft pick to get a tackle, potentially. Um, but, yeah, so far, I mean. They still God, need a Mike left and right tackle. They still need a center. Yeah, that's true. And I think you can get a center in the second round yeah. or later, third. But, but uh, they need to get a tackle in the first. And the thing is. They're in that position that certain teams have been in, like the Texans and the Eagles and other players where other teams where everybody knows what you need. Everybody. Yeah. So somebody's gonna to try to jump in front of you. So now you're gonna to have to package picks to move up and get your get your tackle before someone beats you to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and on and I mean that's really the only moves they made was on the offensive line. They got like Bell, meh, that's depth. And then Taco Tarleton, yeah. who they were signing him on a one-year deal, but, I mean, you probably could have paid him a taco. He's not good. <laughs> yeah, pay him in tacos. Yeah, uh, he's not good. <laughs> he was a disappointment uh, for the Cowboys. Let's yeah. move on to the Raiders, who had quite a few moves. Um, so they picked and, up – And, and yeah. let's, oh, let's – hold on. Let's mention that this is in the wake of their massive releases that they just had from that epic offseason, what, two years ago? Mm-hmm. Two to three years ago? Uh, when uh, When they signed, like – nine free agents and, and had like three picks in each round in the first round um, none of them have made it <laughs> they're all gone they've all been you know cut released busted, so we could go through and talk about so like the Antonio Brown thing I mean no one knew that he was going to freeze his feet off and then lose his mind I, I didn't I didn't but, have a, no one had a, a problem with that at the time everyone more. thought it was huge and then for the Trent Brown thing time, he was though. the only tackle that was really available he was a huge free agent there was a lot of people after him and they had the money to kind of spend on it, and they took a chance. I didn't have a problem with that. There was, like, a lot of their moves. I didn't have a lot of problems with them. It just kind of – I mean, it didn't go their way. It's just that none of them worked out. Eh. Uh, none of them. That's what matters is that they, they brought in tons but of no players. no one saw the Antonio Brown out. thing happening. Trent Brown, you figured, would be just a really oh, good – like, a really a lot decent right tackle. A lot of people thought Antonio Brown was a bad move. A lot of people were worried about that move. Uh, but it, anyway – this year they're 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 doing it again so some i mean and again as of right now i can argue for a lot of these moves uh i love the uh john brown signing uh, they brought him in from the bills that we were wondering we we're trying to remember where he went uh Ken and drake i think was a really good signing because they got him cheap and and they got him on a uh 
on a bad year, but yeah. I don't think he's a bad running back. No. Like he was just on a team without no line, and, and it kind of hurt him. Zay Jones, meh, just a feature on well, the outside. And King and Drake makes a big deal because Josh Jacobs is a really good running back, but mm-hmm. he's not Back built up. to be the workhorse they're trying to make him into. Like he's just he does not he's not physical. He just doesn't have the physicality. He's been getting injured. So if they're able to bring in King and Drake and have that kind of to have that one two punch, that's huge. No, 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 it's it's big, and I mean I like it. I'm not I'm not angry at the move. Uh, I think it's it's a it's a real big move, and, and they just need to make sure they build that O line. You know, they can they can help them win. Um, well, they got rid- they brought back Rinchi Incognito, who's fine. He plays solid. Uh, he, yeah, I mean, he's like solid. 37 now, but he's still he's still a, a solid guard. Uh, they brought in Nick Martin. We'll see what he ends up. I'm glad he went somewhere else. We'll see how he ends up doing. Um, he, he was not great with the Texans, but to be fair, none of the offensive linemen could really do well in that system. Yeah. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe, though. I do like Pretty that. Pretty solid signing. Yeah. Uh, I like him coming in on a two-year deal. Uh, he loves his vets. Uh, Jonathan Hankins, very decent backup, rotational defensive tackle, uh, just like Jefferson Quentin Jefferson. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Solomon uh, Thomas, dude. Yeah, that's this is the big one. Is Solomon Thomas, one-year deal worth up to $5 million. Uh He could have a huge resurgence this year. Mm-hmm. That could be a great move. Yeah, and they had, like, Cleveland Farrell and Max Crosby, I think, are both good edge rushers. Um but to bring in Yannick mm-hmm. Ngakwe, yep. now Ngakwe will will step in for Max Crosby, uh, which is fine. Uh, they just they need rotation there. I don't know if Cleveland Farrell ever. The problem is oh, with Farrell's a lot good. of he's good, no, good. But I just I feel like you never get to see how good all these guys are until because they never had help in the interior defensive line, mm-hmm. uh, and their yeah. linebackers are always kind of hit and miss. Corey Littleton was not the guy. He, he was not the guy that they thought he was going to be. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I like they're, they're going to have a lot of pressure, and that helps because they their secondary was not that good, uh, or they were at least beat up. Trayvon Mullen, it was his second year. He was kind of beat up. Uh, Damon Arnett, who you and I both like, it was his first year. Same with Amik Robertson. And so we'll see if those guys can step into it. Uh, yeah, they're really young in the secondary, but yeah. but but I think very talented. So yeah. I don't know if any of them are like a true superstar outside of maybe Jonathan Abrams, mm-hmm. but I think they're all very solid players. Yeah. Um, so that if they can generate a pass rush, they're going to be able to be opportunistic. So I, so I like seeing that out of them. But uh, and then, like you said, the running game is great. So they're they're building a very a very uh, Gruden team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, I mean, the receiving core. I mean, uh, Ruggs is going to get better. Brian yeah. Edwards is going to get better. He's Hunter better, Renfro's but well, can slide. he stay healthy? That's the problem, is can Ruggs stay yeah. healthy? But having John Brown as a backup, mm-hmm. that's huge because yep. he is a really good receiver. So, yeah. And their tight ends, don't forget, are amazing. So, But they, they've got to do something about that offensive line still. Yeah. They've got to fix that offensive line. Both tackles. Yeah. Uh, need to be need to be filled and you know uh Ngakwe was a good pick i was really shocked that they didn't end up grabbing Clowney because i think he was a big Clowney fan mm-hmm. Gruden was and he was in the mix last off season before the titans got him and uh and i really thought they were gonna end up getting him but man nobody wants that dude yeah he's still a free agent and i haven't heard about a single conversation about him either yeah he, i think he wants too much money uh as usual right? how did he not learn after last year yeah i don't know 
But yeah, I think with the Raiders, if they get yeah, if they can work on that offensive line in the free in uh in the draft, they could do something. They're a young, young team, so I still hold out hope that they're they're gonna be good. I don't know why I keep pulling for them. Um let's move on to the Chargers, who were already kind of built to kind of run. Like they, they didn't need a ton of help. That offensive line certainly needs help. Uh, but they address that. They go out and get Corey Lindsley from the Packers on a five-year, $62 million deal. That is a One of the best moves of the offseason. Yeah, they One definitely of the best needed help the there. Uh, they need another left tackle. They can get that in the draft. They pick early enough that they can get a good left tackle in the draft. Um, and then they probably need at least at least one more guard, if not two. They picked up Matt Feeler, um, who I think is more depth yeah. than anything else. He's depth. Yeah. Yep. And then Odeo Boucher is kind of the, yeah he's the same thing. Uh, that's pretty much I mean they got they got they resigned Michael Dave like they got they resigned a few of their guys that they like but that's about it but that's fine because they're kind of they're kind of set I know they need another edge rusher. Um, it, also Jared Cook is a big drop off from Hunter Henry. I mean that's yeah. he's a decent tight end but he's not Hunter Henry. No. Uh, so that's they they they're going to need to well, find another weapon. To be his father. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they need another weapon bad yeah. on the offense, I, I believe. Yeah. Um, and there's some t- there's some decent tight ends, but they're not. Uh, I know everyone pits is the, the main one. I, I think Pat Firemouth could be, I think he could surprise some people. Like, he's a big boy, and I think he could do, I, I don't think he'll be an amazing passer, but I think he'll be very solid blocking, very solid catching. I think he'll be, a, which is, you don't those guys don't get on the highlights for ESPN, but they're solid. Like if you can have that, that's huge. So uh, I think that would be a good way to go too. They've they've got some options, but uh, it needs to be on the offensive line side. Protect your your asset of Justin Herbert. Yeah, and I I wouldn't be surprised at all to see them re-sign uh, Oku. Uh, now that he's had some time on the on the free agents market, and it yeah. appears that it's not very hot market for him at the moment. Um, I could definitely see see Russell Okun coming back to, to LA and, and living out there. Um, yeah, I mean, it just seems like it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, I don't disagree. 